0: You're live right now. I'm live! Yes. He's got to put his live voice on, right? Uh, It's not like you need to hear anything out of the folks that are about to speak, because God knows we have platform. Um, HCC, you've been to Joe Conventions. Is this the first time with the fam?
1: Uh, It's not the first time with the fam. They came with me to Orlando, and Susan has been to a couple. We went to the one in uh, the Joe Con in Springfield. Uh, But it's for the first time with the fam for a while. Um, and we, we just badgered and forced uh, our youngest daughter to go with us. Uh, she's, uh, thank you very much. Um, she's been uh, she's been t- totally miserable the whole time. It's been great, um, but it's it's been it's been a blast. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, we are out here with the family and having a good time.
0: Uh, let, let me close it out with a question for Susan. Susan, pleasure to meet you. Talk about the proximity celebrity that HTC experiences once or twice a year with fans. Is it surreal coming from Oklahoma? Like, how have you adapted to this?
2: Uh, well, it's not really surreal. It was at first, but I've just gotten used to it. Mm. And it's been... She's
1: gotten She's gotten used to it. I have not gotten used to it.
2: <laughs> no, I love it. I just, I love seeing the support and what the whole channel, what, what it br- brings to everyone, and what, it's, you know, back and forth things.
0: A D eighty. No. This is not your. This is not your first convention with the table.
3: No, it's not. I did A R assembly required in Iowa.
0: One taking it, by the way, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh my. Um, <laughs> do, when you're experiencing a con as a creative, do you want to be stuck behind a table? Do you like that kind of relationship, or do you like to be floating around?
3: I love floating around. I knew that. Absolutely love it. That's why we don't really put anything on the table that's valuable. <laughs> so. I kind of just want kind of to like have a home base to come back and drop our stuff off and then I just love getting around, I love seeing people, i love talking to people and enjoying the whole place. I didn't know it. that
0: about you. <laughs> uh, let's I'm go so here. so reserved. You can see the con floor, you can see the buzz, but you got two lines? You're chasing Word Burglar from last year. Oh
3: wow, okay. It's, well, I, do you know what? I haven't given it any thought. Nicely done. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how a rock went to flow, right? so when I come to this place I love it so much because we all get to talk about Joe so I go up in the lobby because this is my hobby and I love it so much man it gives me it well I won't say the finishing line for that because we got women in the place and I don't (laughs) want to talk crap so I'm going to say this one more time for the listeners I love this place man and I
0: love these peeps all the way through Joe Fest for life and everybody come through because it's organized. I love this thing, man. Yo, I'm out. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it do. <laughs> Joe Fest. Chan with you. Well, that's amazing.
1: The following interviews were recorded on the day June 22, 2019 at Joe Fest in Augusta, Georgia. All voices on the record are considered high profile by Cobra Command.
0: you're now action force yes sir as well as steel brigade yep so i guess we're talking to bobby Ballow. yes you are hasbro's water under the bridge i imagine they are they are you got to focus on new things Uh, yep new new adventures uh my own my
2: own line It's, it's been going great i love every bit of it so far uh it's been fantastic being able to have the freedom to design my own line and actually get the trademark for my favorite all-time Joe and put him in the line. It's been a, a dream come true.
0: We'll get to the Steel Brigade in a second. Yeah. Why now to break out as an indie? Just the right tools, or you just said, you know what, no better time?
2: Well, you know, after leaving Hasbro, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next, and, you know, a lot of people said, oh, you should do your own line, you know, it'd be really successful with your, you know, your your, your followers and things like that. And I was like, well, you know, they're, they're, that could be pretty cool. So then I started mulling it over, and I was like, yeah. Let me do something. Obviously, being a huge Joe fan, I wanted to do something military-based, and then being on Marvel Legends for so long and seeing where the scales are going, I definitely wanted to do 6-inch, because that's definitely the scale of the future, and so many other uh, brands and companies are doing 6-inch, so people are clamoring for 6-inch Joes. I figured, let me get it to them. Beat, you know, beat Hasbro to the punch, in a way, and uh, put it out there, and there's the reception to it has been fantastic so far.
0: Why Steel Brigade? It was a mail-away figure. I guess you could say the customization. Maybe you're an imaginative guy. Is that what drew you in, or the look? Uh, it was a lot of things. I mean,
2: Steel Brigade is my all-time favorite Joe figure. I have tons of them at home, uh, so everyone kind of knows me as like the Steel Brigade guy. So when I was coming up with this line, I, you know, I thought, wow, you know, I got the Action Force trademark. What else is available? Obviously, one of the first things I'm going to check for is Steel Brigade, and sh- sure enough, it was. And I applied for it, I got it, and I knew right from the start I wanted a Steel Brigade in the line. But I also wanted it to be just like how the original was presented, so different look, but I wanted it to come with a patch, I wanted it to have a personalized file card, so everyone that gets a Steel Brigade, they'll be able to input their own information, name him, give him his attributes, and then we'll be able to track it on the website, kind of like how I was doing for the Steel Brigade tracker with the vintage figures. I wanna be able to go back and be able to find every steel brigade unit that's around the world that people have done. So that's then I have
0: to put you on the spot. What was your primary and secondary when you sent that away?
2: Uh, Shoot, what was mine? It's uh, It's a long way back. It's a long way back, and the unfortunate thing is, I actually, I don't have my original file card, I have my original patch, and I don't even remember what my original figure's name was. Uh, So I'm an awful Steel Brigade fan for that. Shame on you. Because there's so many people that still have theirs from when they were a kid, I guess, I just didn't think ahead being a you know a six-year-old thing oh I gotta I gotta save this it's gonna be special so I'm pretty
0: sure we were all cyborg ninja demolitions yeah yeah
2: um, now making up for it by uh, buying every steel brigade on the market and buying the, the trademark and okay, having line.
0: <laughs> if it's baby blue get it off the show yeah you mentioned GI Joe it's a cocktail some people lean tactical some people almost make the weapons part of the personality How do you see it, and and what do you hope to bring to the 6-inch that you don't see right now?
2: Yeah, I I think it's a combination of both. I think it's important to uh, be grounded uh, with the military stuff, but also come up with some really unique out-there things that, you know, could be future concepts or something that is is signature just for a specific figure. Um, You know, with the Steel Brigade, I wanted to make sure that he had some sort of a a machine gun with a grenade launcher, so I went with the the LR-300 and the M203 grenade launcher, kind of similar to the original. Other figures, like the Swarm Trooper, he has a very signature uh, su- compact submachine gun, so things like that, uh, definitely signature, but I have ideas, you'll see in the stretch goals, like the Swarm Troopers have a gear pack that's a wing jet pack and like a, a, a riot shield, so that's signature to them, but it's also tactical but uh, characterized as well, so it's it's definitely a fine line of trying to come up with a really nice balance.
0: I've heard people talk about the mythology, though I'm not going to dip in it. (laughs) Suffice it to say, it's pretty bold. Uh, Where can people find details about your line, and honestly, where to run you down social?
2: Sure, you can go to the website. It's valaverse.com, and it has links to the Action Force section where you can read about the mythos and uh, see all the characters and read about their bios for them and see character art. Uh, I'm also available on social media at the Valiverse on Facebook and Instagram, so you can contact me either through the website, through social media, directly through the Kickstarter. Uh, I answer everyone who reaches out to me, so the, the, the feedback has been great, and I love talking to the, to the fans about it.
0: Here in Augusta, Georgia, with Kickley. Kickley. I
1: yep. want to say that right. Yeah, Kickley. Yep. Why go one name? Uh, it should be my real last name. My uh, my great grandfather came from Austria, and he died in a mining accident in Kansas uh, in a mine, and so I was in a car accident. A few years ago, and after that, I, you know, after I recovered from it and started making art again, I wanted to leave my, you know, take on take on this name and leave what I was doing uh, before the accident behind and move forward. So. That's, a,
0: that's a more complex origin story than I anticipated. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, no, no, oh, thank you, brother. Uh, yeah. From Minnesota,
1: but you spent some time overseas. Yeah. After the car accident, I went over to France to uh, start learning how to draw again. And I started. I was going to the museums and learning how to paint. And
0: Would paint you say oil. that you needed a new lease on life? That's why you relocated?
1: Yeah, I was dealing with post-traumatic stress. So the... Um, where I was doing the rehab, they suggested that I get out of my environment and do something else because I really couldn't draw. It was it was physical as well as mental, and so I kind of just rebuilt myself that way.
0: Something specifically led you to uh, Joe Fest here in Augusta, Georgia, 2019, by the way. GI Joe, you still work with the acrylic medium? It it's accurate?
1: it's gouache. What I did when I, when I started getting back into collecting the toys is I noticed right away what, why I loved G.I. Joe as a kid over all the other toy brands was the card art. Hector Garrido, I found out that was the artist and I started studying him like I was in France studying the master painters. I took the same approach and I I learned that he was using gouache, gouache paint, so I switched from oils and acrylics to taking a year pretty much a whole year to figure out how he did it and how he worked in the medium and i was able to figure it out
0: okay let's let's do that let's let's take it from a visual angle maybe some cobra aesthetic g.i joe looks Uh, what resonates just uh i'm looking at your art and it's setting this table on fire but what do you remember when you think back
1: it's that, it's the explosion back. You know, it's, it's the dynamic qualities of the reflected light on the characters or the vehicles that, because I remember going into the store wanting a specific figure, and then I'd end up picking that up and then looking over on the rack and seeing something else and being like, wait a minute, who's this? And I ended up leaving with that figure because of how the art looked
0: that definitely wasn't Hydro Viper you know? no
1: <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's um, again it's uh, getting back into this it, it I, it's weird it I was like I still love this stuff you know and I have it on uh, in my studio for inspiration and it's fun to be able to draw and um, do studies of and also the, the biggest thing that I wanted to to do is just show my love for it and and Positivity towards this uh, culture, you know.
0: Honestly, I think it reflects in the way that you frame the camaraderie between yeah. the characters mm-hmm. more than the violence itself, which yeah. I appreciate actually.
1: Well, getting you know, I, I joined a few uh, Facebook groups, Ara is one of them, and the people that I met were instant, there were instant bonds there. And I'm like, I don't know you, um, other, you're, everyone lived all over the place, different countries even. And I talk to them every week, and I, you know, I'm meeting them at the show, and it's really, it's, it's, it's strange in the way that you get together with them, and it felt, it feels like you've, you've known them all along. So it's, it's a cool, it's a cool dynamic where you're sharing this thing that you shared as a kid, uh, this bond, and I don't know, it's it, it that that to me has been um, a bigger. Uh, uh, positive than, you know, than the toy, uh, you know, collecting the toy. is just the relationship and the bond. It's, it's the same thing, I guess, you know, I'm reading the comic for the first time, uh, as an adult. I've never read it as a kid and it's powerful. It's really, it's really strong. Um, it still holds up and that's the core theme in the book is, uh, is, uh, camaraderie and, and friendship and, uh, the bond between these these people that that fight together so
0: i appreciate the uh the candor but let's do some indie love you've been working on pretty which is an independent book now
1: yeah it's uh, image comics is the publisher it's a western it's uh it's for adults so it's rated rated r it's dealing with sex violence and language it's about a woman that uh, gets out of uh, Yuma prison after 15 years, and she gets back to doing what she does best, which is not the best of thing.
0: You already know I'm talking to the man that's single-handedly responsible for Neon Gate. Don't duck that heat. I'm here with Dragon Fortress, who regularly drops Joe picks. You're at Joe Fest. is this your first Joe gathering?
4: This is my first Joe gathering, this is probably my second con ever, so totally new world to me. Really. Went to BotCon 2002 when I was 17 years old, but this is my first one since then.
0: Alright, well let's just do some basic compare and contrast. If people haven't rallied around Joe lately, what, what, what kind of friends have you made through Joe? Uh, what, what kind of people are here?
4: Here at the con, or just in the Joe community?
0: Let's just keep it localized to Joe Fest today. Yeah.
4: So I just met one of the guys who administrates YoJo.com. That was really awesome. Met Hooded Cobra Commander. Just all sorts of people from all walks of life. It's kind of interesting. I didn't know what to expect. I kind of just expected a lot of dudes in their 40s. But it's just been everywhere. Watch yourself? I mean, yeah.
0: What about, like, as far as G.I. Joe, social media, you acquire figures. Uh, you put them on there. Is, it, is that leading in any direction? Everybody's social media kind of arc evolves, right?
4: Right. For me, it's just I like to showcase the things that may not be appreciated by everyone and try to put them in a light that I maybe someone you. would be like, this is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And also say, you know, you grew up on Footloose and Snake Eyes version 2, but I grew up on Eco Warriors Flint, and I love it just as much as you love that you know, and I put a lot of work into what I do, just like those folks put a lot of work into what they do. And I'm meeting more and more people who grew up around the same time I did, who really appreciate the neon blue, neon green and blue eel, you know, from (laughs) 1992 and green firefly and those types of things. So that's kind of the response I get, is people being excited that the G.I. Joe they grew up with is actually being represented and not just derided.
0: Coming out of Joe Fest, what kind of figure do you think will find your uh, frame in the near future?
4: So I just got the pack of bronze bombers from the 90s. The when Hasbro sold some molds to Olmec Toys, um, those will definitely be extensively photographed. I can show them to you <laughs> if you want.
0: Audio format, brother.
4: Well, um, just so you can look <laughs> at them. Pretty wild, like green and black motor Viper, red and green Strato Viper. Like, all black, dark one. Where are these uh, garish colors
0: going to be found on social media in the near future? So,
4: I haven't consolidated or branded in any reasonable way, but Instagram, the Dragon Fortress, all one word, Twitter, Dragon underscore Fortress.
0: Here once again in Augusta, Georgia, with Keone Young, the voice behind Storm Shadow in the Sunbow series. Yes. You've been in the game for a long time. 1976.
5: No, actually 1967.
0: <laughs> Thank you for breaking that. That's a long time uh-huh. to look at Hollywood, is it not?
5: Oh, very long time. I was in. I'm from the tra- you know transition from the old days from the studio system where you had all the big stars, uh, you know, Bogey and Betty, Betty Davis. All from. I was making that transition into the present stage where we're at now. I started in 67, I was working on the first Bill Cosby show, and I think our first season was in black and white.
0: Enough said. As eclectic as your career has been, when I chat with uh, actors that worked on the Senbo series, I don't want to say there's a reverence, but it seems like there was an intersection where just very talented people were working together. Any thoughts on that?
5: Well... Because we started so early in the business, we were doing all kinds of stuff. You know, like I personally started in like, remember when the Kung Fu movies came out sure. from China? They were all being dubbed in Hong Kong and in English, but the English that they were using in Hong Kong was from Brits. Mm. And so it sounded like, all right, I'll meet it down at Wing Chun Cafe, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and so when it came to America, people were going like, man, that ain't English, that ain't, you know? And so we had to come in and dub a lot. I did come uh, dub a lot of those kung fu films. Those uh, and and it was non-union work at that time. When I was a kid, I first started. You know, we're doing all these films from Asia, and that's how I developed the voice for Storm Shadow. You know, doing all those martial artists from from Uh, Asia. Well, well, let's go there.
0: Enter the Storm Shadow, as it were. That character, iconic in look. Uh, are you are you a man that subscribes to symbols? Is there anything uh, aside the black of the snake eyes,
5: the white of the storm shadow? Anything there? Well, you, you have to understand. For us, we were knocking around Hollywood, and we were doing volume work. You know, so we weren't we weren't interested in character specific. We wanted to go from one show to the next show to the next show. You know, so guys were doing GI Joe, Do, Storm Shadow. League of Heroes, you know, League of Superheroes. And we were just knocking them off in different kinds of voices.
0: Would you say the team that worked on the Sunbow series, are they tight-knit?
5: The actors? Yeah. Oh, the actors are. Yeah, we have a kind of like a a clan, you know, and we uh, meet up with each other, uh, and we, uh, yeah.
0: I just crossed paths with uh, one of your former... Cobra Associates, uh, Firefly, uh,
5: Greg Berger, R.G. Um, yeah, but Greg was also uh, Snake Eyes, wasn't he? Spirit. 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 Yeah. Spirit. Right. Right. Right.
0: I guess uh, he did. De- he definitely put a spotlight on you. Said some nice words, and I'll link that to you. Uh, raise a glass to Greg. Uh, what? What? As a creator, as a as a voice.
5: He was. Uh, no, he's a professional which is the highest compliment you can give to someone in our business. He was always there, he was ready, and he always was very uh, quick to adapt to any situation. Yeah.
0: Keone Young. Yes. Uh, Thank you, sir. this phrase because it's kind of tired but like an artist's artist uh when you're talking about michelle Fife sure sure it's not a
3: straight line i would say story. auteur probably right okay. like he's kind of got that he's 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 he's, he's a man of, he covers everything so he's you know storyteller he's uh you know artist he's got his very 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 specific style uh very stylized approach to storytelling as well i've been a huge fan of this since i actually picked up the first or the first trade of copra back in the day uh, and then you know I read his Ultimates run at Marvel and was very impressed by that and you know when they asked me to do this I actually didn't know who I'd be working with on it what where, where they'd be putting these essays until about maybe two or three weeks in uh, and then I found out where it was gonna go and I was delighted uh, and very very excited to, to be part of what Michelle was doing.
0: If uh, this finds some G.I. Joe ears that were not familiar with uh, Sierra Morte in, in real time uh, how would you sell it?
3: I would say it is a celebration of uh, G.I. Joe by a huge fan of G.I. Joe. Uh, it's got the best parts of G.I. Joe. It's got some of the most interesting and some of the craziest parts of G.I. Joe. Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's a book that tells a story um, that is, is not something you would find in the core book right now, uh, but, but lets a guy kind of play in the G.I. Joe sandbox and do whatever he wants to while still being uh, very reverent to what Larry did, uh, but pulling out the pieces that he enjoys the most. So it's a passion project for Michelle that doesn't necessarily adhere to what I think a lot of people look for in a G.I. Joe comic on a regular basis, on a month-to-month basis. But it's certainly fun to sort of see someone, you know, step into that that world for a little while and step right back out. Uh, And I think he did a great job.
0: And of course, since I, I teased it for so long, we're talking to Chad Bowers.
3: Who's interviewing him? I'd rather talk about hobby stuff. I keep my job stuff kind of private. Come on, okay. Well then, you know, you know, bit. I will to
0: betray you in the editor room. Bit. Then right. I'll do a little bit for you. <laughs> I'm with two highly talented individuals in the visual game. That's fair. I don't know. I don't
3: yeah, I'm, I'm a YouTube problem. content creator, yeah. Now, just, just slightly. Retroblasting? That's right, retroblasting on YouTube. You, you want to put a name on it? Sure, Michael French, retroblasting on YouTube, been around for seven years. We deconstruct uh, Generation X nostalgia in a fun but honest way. And, and G.I. Joe Berg pulls your ass out of the fire. And G.I. Joe Berg are allies and friends of mine, and they have recently bailed me out of a really weird situation where someone said I made up an Australian person. So I'm very grateful to Steve for helping me out.
0: Such is new media, I suppose. <laughs> I'm, I'm with another high roller. Let's call him Top Shelf Rick. You know him from Instagram as well as Twitter Yep,
3: yeah, Shattered
4: Glass Jazz or Top Shelf Rick.
0: When you're ra- when you're looking around the convention floor or whatnot... Joe fans are good at
4: what they do, yeah. Joe fans, in my experience, are geniuses, multi-level geniuses.
0: Speaking about that, I know that you passed on an award show, a local award show, to be here,
4: to be yeah, here. Yeah, there's a back in uh, Virginia. There's a, the Emmy Awards are tonight. They do a local chapter Emmy Awards, and I did get a nomination. My wife wanted to be there, but I don't pass up. Uh, joe con joe fest kind of stuff man i'm big on joe suffice it
0: to say camaraderie over hardware yeah
4: this is where my heart's at that's all i'll say i love my job this is where my heart's at
0: ed schumacher second year of joe fest yeah yeah as a catalyst for bringing people together, what is it about G.I. Joe that just brings a solid folks together? I think that
5: everybody's, isn't, a lot of people have been friends for so long. There's a camaraderie about it. And even if you don't know them, there's an online presence. So you want to know them in person. You want to come meet them. And this just gives you a central meeting place each summer to come out and say hello to your friends.